0: We are learning Daf Ches, and we're starting from the bottom of Zion, Amid Beis, about six lines up, where the Gemara says, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, and we're coming off of what we said yesterday about a circular sukkah. So a circular sukkah, we said the Chacham say is good, there's an opinion of the Achirim that it's not good, because it doesn't have corners, and it's not considered a permanent dwelling place. So now that we spoke about um, a circular sukkah, so the Gemara continues, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, a and a sukkah that's round like an oven, it seems like their ovens used to be circular, if the circumference, circumference means, right, the space, perimeter going all around the circle, if there's enough space around the circumference that 24 people can sit, now we're assuming that it means on the inside perimeter, meaning inside the perimeter of the circle, 24 people can sit, that's how big the sukkah is, that's how big the circle is, then it's a kashra sukkah, if it's not that big, meaning 24 people aren't able to fit. And the inside of the circle, then the sukkah is no good. So we need a space that sees 24 people in the circular sukkah. So that's a pretty random number. You need 24 people to sit inside. Where do we get that? Come on. Says the Gemara, who's Rabbi Yochan going? Like Rebbe. The chayr of the Pshad is, he goes like Rebbe. We mentioned the dispute if a sukkah has to be 6x6 tovachim, 7x7 tovachim, and then Rebbe has a much bigger amount. Rebbe has a larger shear of 4x4. Four four. Almost the Gemara explained yesterday, Rebbe holds sukkah to your kvab. You know, that's where you sense a permanent living. It's only permanent if it's 4 by 4 so if we go like Rabbi, let's say Rabbi again like Rabbi. So you need the square area of four by four. But not only the square area, but also is going to be important, is that the configuration as well. Configuration of a four by four. If that's true, let's examine. Let's first take on how much of a space does a person occupy. And when we say a person, we mean the average person. The average person takes up an ama. And the reason we think that we usually know a person is... In ama-wide. So it makes sense to say that a person occupies the space of an ama. So when you say that 24 people have to be able to fit in the inside perimeter of the circumference here, of the circle, that's basically a way of saying is that the circle's circumference has to be 24 amas. That's a fancy way of saying that. 24 people have to fit inside and each person occupies one ama. So in effect, what we're saying is that the circumference of the circle has to be 24 amas. Okay, great. Now how much would the square footage here of the circle be if it's twenty-four amos all around? That's what we're trying to try to figure out. If you all like Rebbe's gotta be a four by four, the sukkah, and you're gonna say it's twenty-four amos all around. So it's kumara, But it still doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that we should require we should require twenty-four amos around if you're looking for a four x four. Why? Because the math is like this. You say it in math? that there's a ratio whenever you have a circular thing between the circumference and the diameter, and the ratio is 3 to 1. Mars says whenever the, circle, the circumference is 3 t'vachim, the diameter will be 1 t'vachim. This is known to us as pi. We're taught at 1, 3.14159, because I'll always just define it as 3. So if the circumference is 1, as 3 rather, then the diameter will be 1. So if so, if you're basically looking for 4 amos, so Zokta Kamara betrays sagi. Then if you go like Rebbe, it should be enough to see 12 people. Meaning if you're looking to draw a, a straight line from one end of the circle to the other end of the circle, any points, right? So you're looking for a diameter of four almost. So why do I need the circumference to be 24? The circumference should be 12. If the circumference would be 12, that would be three times as much the diameter of four. And that should, be, so that should suffice. This is the Gemara's question. Obviously, there's a very obvious answer to this, but let's just make sure we have what's going on. We're looking for a 4x4 to get, like, to fit a 4x4 inside. And the Gemara is saying that we don't understand why Rabbi Yochanan is saying that you need a circle to fit 24 people inside a 24 amma circumference because even if you just had 12, that would fit a 4x4 inside because if the diameter is 4, the circumference would be 12 based on the ratio of 3 to 1. That's the Gemara's question. The Mars has an obvious answer to that. The formula there is perfect, you know, to make a circle. If you want to know, if you want to know how big the diameter would be in a twelve, if the circumference was twelve amal, you're right. The diameter would be four. But we don't need, we need more. We need a square of a four by four fitting inside. We don't need, the suga isn't good as long as it has the width of four. That's not the configuration. You need a four by four to be fitting inside. So if I have a circle which is 12 and the diameter is 4, that doesn't mean I have the square of a 4 by 4 inside of that. Not at all. Just because I have the diameter being 4, a square would take up more sides. And when I have a square, the perimeter of a square is more than three times its width, right? Is that true? And how much is it really? You have, Let's say you have a square that's 4 by 4, then how much is the diameter? How much is it from one corner to the other? So I think it's, it's a, there's, a, there's a mathematical equation that helps us figure that out. What's it called? Pi Pythagorean or something? Right? Exact. Yeah. Exactly. It's A squared plus B squared equals C squared, right? And it ends up being, anyone know? One and two fifths or something like that? 1.4? Is that right? Something like that. The point is that it's definitely more. Okay? It's more than that. So so if that's true that the perimeter of the square is more, ends up being more than three times than three times the width and you make that you make it work like that. Uh, so, bottom line is is that we're saying if you want to fit a four x four square inside of a circle, you cannot say, "Hey, I've got twelve going around. I fit twelve people, twelve almost around. So now I know that my diameter is four. Oh, I've got a four x four alma inside." No, you don't. You do not have that. You might have the diameter of four, but you don't have a four by four. A you can't put a square like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Okay. So basically we're saying a 4x4 square is not going to fit inside a circle whose diameter is 4. A very simple, you can picture that in your mind. Such an obvious point. Okay, great. So it can't be 12. Now, the problem is, does that mean it's got to be 24? Does it have to be double that amount after that point is taken, right? A circle who's got a diameter of 4 is not going to be a 4x4 inside. But how big would a circle have to be in order to fit that square area of 4x4? Does it have to be double that amount? So Let's think about it. In the objective sense, how much more is the perimeter of a square than the circumference of a circle inside of it? So where's this revia. It's a quarter. Meaning a quarter of the square's perimeter, which is a way of saying one-third of the circumference of the circle. Now, how do we know this? Where do we get this, that it's a quarter more? So Rashi says it's like just pretty simple. Why? A circle, imagine you had a circle, diameter of one. One ama. Right? So how much would the circumference be? Three. Right? That's what we said, pi. And if you have a square of one ama, how much, how much would the perimeter be? One plus one plus one plus one. So we see that when you have the same exact diameter, the right, same exact width, to go around is, um, is, is more in a square, it's four to three. Right? If I have a one ama diameter in a circle, the circumference is three ama. If I have a one ama diameter in a square, the perimeter is four. By the way, guys, I'm sorry. I realize already, already I'm confused because we're doing math. I'm not such a math guy. I apologize. When the Gemara is pointing out before that a square is bigger than a circle, I mentioned Pythagorean theory. I have no reason I mentioned that. That was just a mistake to even bring that up. No, no we'll, get to, we'll, get, yeah, we'll get to it in a second. The Gemara's point was much simpler. I just made it comp- more complicated. The Gemara's point is there's corners, right? And because of the corners... That a square has, it ends up being more. In other I don't have to make it so, so complicated. If I have what the point that the Gemara is being now, let's just think it through. If I have a, a circle which is a diameter of 1, so we're saying pi says that the circumference is 3. If I have a square with the same width of 1, then the perimeter is 4, right? Because there's 1 on each side, so it's 4. So it's always a quarter more. The circle with circumference of 3, the diameter will be 1, and the square with one side being one will be a perimeter of four. So the Gemara is saying it should be one quarter more. The Gemara acknowledges, you're right. I can't just say it should be enough with 12. But how much more than 12 do I need? An extra quarter. Says the Gemara, that still doesn't suffice to say 24. You didn't have to go up so high. So the circumference of 16 almost should have been enough. So what's the Gemara saying? The circumference of 16 should have sufficed for the circular sukkah. Because I'm going to add an extra quarter for what I'm missing. So everything should be fine. Zog Now is where my point comes in. Zokti de Gemara, no. me lee, that amma would have been good. Be eagled enough if me go If there was a, a circle which was inside of a square. There would make sense. If I want to know if I had a four by four circle. If I had a four by four square, rather. And I want to draw a circle inside of that. Then it would be true that it would be 16. That that, that would be a formula of 16 ammo would be good When a square would be inside of a circle Meaning here, I need to draw a circle which is so big That the square is fitting inside of it I'm going to lose what's sticking out in the corner Therefore, it's going to need even more Now what's the point of this Gemara? When we're talking about the round silk of people sitting inside It has to be that the whole square is fitting inside of it Four by four fitting inside the circle now, you have to figure out now, based upon the diagonal, this is where things are going to change. Remember, the diagonal of a square, and this is where the Pythagorean theory comes in, is 1.4 times the length of the side. That's the key. So if I'm trying to fit inside of a circle, a 4 by 4 square, and I'm trying to figure out now what the circumference is going to be with that, I have to do, my, I have to do the cheshmun differently. I have to think about one, the, the diameter of the square being... First think about it. if I have a four by four box, imagine you have a four by four box. First figure out what the, di- what the length from the corner, the diagonal is that, what is that going to be? It's not gonna be four. It's gonna be four times 1.4. That will be the diameter of the circle. That number I'll multiply by three. Does that make sense? If I, if I needed to fit with the Gamar originally thought, I just needed to fit the, uh, the square, I just needed to fit the circle inside of the square, then you're right, all I would have to do is take that uh, four and multiply it, um, multiply it by three and then add an extra quarter to get, the, to get the amount of the circle, fine. But now that I'm saying I've got to fit the square inside of the circle, so now Pythagorean theory is telling me the diameter of that circle that I'm talking about is, I take the, 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 the side of a square, I multiply it by 1.4 to get that diagonal, that will be my, the, my diameter of my circle, I'll multiply it by three to get my circle. So let's crunch some numbers. Here we go, it's so a little math. What's 4 times 1.4? That's what we need to figure out. 5.6, what's 5.6 times 3? It's more than 16. Oh, we've justified that it's not good enough with 16. But what's bothering you, Dan? Because it's still far off from 24. What is it? Very good. So the Gemara says, Let's analyze. Every amma of the side of its square. It's going to be an ama two fifths of the diagonal, right? Two fifths is 1.4. One two fifths is 0.4? Yes. Good. So it's the same thing. eh? We always say it's 1.4. The Gemara defines it as an amma and two fifths. Very good. You have an amma, but an amma square. So Pythagorean theory is going to tell you the diagonal. In the square, is when I'm on two-fifths, 1.4, I'm going to multiply 4 times 1.4, which is going to be the, the diagonal of the square, which is going to be the same as the, dia- it's going to be the diameter of the circle that, that, that goes around it. So how much is that going to be? The 5.6. I'm going to multiply that by 3 to get the circumference. It should be 17 almost missing a fifth. Which is exactly what you said then. So sixteen and four fifths, which is a way of saying sixteen point eight. So it's still not good that we said twenty four. So the Gemara says, you know what? Great answer, little duck. The Yochanan did not say it precisely. you right. He rounded sixteen point eight to twenty four. It's like the Gemara. Come on. little duck. Port. You want to say that you round something off? You're not exact. When it's a little bit, a little bit, you can say such an idea. Tuva little duck. When something is so off. 16, really the circle only has to be 16.8 to fit the box of 4.4. And you're saying that, 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 that he said 24, low dock, that's too far off, okay? Kishmak. So we're totally stuck. Again, we're trying to fit a box of 4.4, a 4 times 4, and we're said that the circumference has to be 24. We're saying our calculations that the 4.4 box, so the diagonal will be... 5.6, the amateur circle times 3, should be a little bit less than 17. 16.8, there's no way we should have to be 24. So the Gemara says, We're going to change a big premise. We thought that a person occupies an Amma. Remember, we didn't say it has to be 24 Ammas around. We said it has to be enough to seat 24 people. So we thought that an amah, that's 24 ammas because a person occupies an amah. So it's not true. Three people can sit in the space of two amas. So if three people sit in the space of two amas, how much does each, each person occupy? That's two-thirds of an ama. right? If three people sit in the space of two, that means each person is sitting in two-thirds of an amma. So now let's do our math. This is a little bit hard. If I have 24 people... Each person sits in two thirds of an ama. How many amos do I have going around? So I want to do 24 times two thirds. So that shouldn't be too hard. So because 24 is divisible by three, right? It's eight. So two thirds of, of 24 is 16. So how many amos of circumference did we just switch it to? Shit sir, it's going to be 16. But now we just got too little. Because what was our magic number that we needed? 16.8. And remember, why is 16.8 the magic number? Because 4 by 4 squares going inside. The diagonal is 5.6. A 5.6 diameter of a circle equals 16.8 circumference. So now we're saying 16. I'm not just we need 17 minus a fifth. We need 16.8. So now it's too little. So now it's messed up the other way. Before it was too much. When we thought each person occupied an amma, we thought it was 24. Now we're saying it's really 24 people occupy only 16 ammo's, because each, each person only sits in two-thirds of an amma. Now it's too little. The circle with, with, with 24 people sitting inside won't fit. So the Gemara says, lo that's okay, right? 16 to 16.8, you could just say he wasn't exact. You can't say that you round. right. It's always a question, round down or round up. You want to round up, that's fine. Because you could be machmir just for simplicity's purposes. But for Kula, to say that the, sixta can, the, the, the sukkah can be 16, when really it has to be 16.8, you're going to pass up to sukkah because you're, being, you're rounding down. But Kula miyaminah lodak, could an Amora ever say lodak? Because in resulting in a leniency, that's not fair. You're going to pass up the sukkah. You say it's fine as long as 24 people sit inside. 24 people sit inside a circle of 16. Really, it has to be 16.8 to fit the box of 4.4 inside. The was going to be no good because you were low duck. Can't be. Really, we go back to what we said originally, that a person occupies the space of an amah. Rabbi Yochan wasn't talking about the space that were the people. What does that mean? He wasn't talking about the space of the people. Meaning, until now, we thought that people were inside of the sukkah. Now we're saying, no that the people, the 24 people are sitting on outside of the sukkah, meaning obviously to sit inside the sukkah, you sit inside. But when Rabbi Yochanan said that the circular sukkah has to be so big that that it sees 24 people, he means 24 people sitting right around the outside of the circle. So that takes away two amos. Why does that take away two amos? Because basically what happens is, but remember, a person occupies an ama. So how, what's the difference about 24 people fitting on the inside or 24 people sitting on the outside? So again, let's just make it 24 people on the inside, right? Just for a second, what we originally thought. So if it's 24 on the inside, so then the diameter, so it's 24 ama circumference, right? So diameter would be eight. But if I put them on the outside, and remember, each person occupies an ama, so then I take out one ama from one side, one ama from the other side, and basically if 24 people are sitting, um, are sitting on the outside, so then I would, have, I would be able to fit... Um, it would really be only an 18-ama, uh, whatchamacallit, circumference, and therefore I would get a 6-ama a, a diameter. Okay, so that's the, that, what the Gemara is switching. The smaller sukkah, where, eight, where, where, the, where the 24 people are sitting on the outside, has the diameter of 6-ama. So does that makes sense? In other words, whenever all the sides, right, the four directions, because the people are on the outside, not the inside, so you're gaining the extra ama here. exactly exactly does that make sense until now if we had 24 people sitting on the inside the diameter we thought would be 8 ama now there's really six exactly so if they're totally sitting three outside three. so right exactly you're not doing the, right the circumference the, is inside of them there's a right, the circle is getting if the people are sitting in a circle 24 outside of the circle that we're talking about the circle is smaller than them right that's the point okay the circle will be smaller than them so therefore we're saying that the the, the diameter now will only be 6 ama because basically the, the, it, there's going to be the depth of one aMA is going to be deducted from every side of the bigger circle. Does that make sense? So I have the bigger circle of 24 on the outside. I'm drawing a circle on the inside of where the 24 people are sitting outside the sukkah. So you're deducting an ama now from each of the directions because the people are on the outside. So when you're trying to figure out how the smaller circle, you deduct an amma from each side. So now it makes sense that- it, it, it means it means like directions, meaning north, south, east, west. That's what it means. I, you know, it's funny. I kind of trusting the gemara on this one. You know, it, it it'd be. I try to imagine. I can imagine it like, if I play, you know, you, imagine, you play like a musical chairs or something, and you do it in a circle, and it would be a circle. Draw it, and then you're trying to figure out if you had to fit twenty four people in a circle, and then draw the circle around it, versus twenty four people in a circle and then draw a circle inside of it. And the, the width of the people is a lot. We're saying, right, the depth of the, each person is one ama. So the Gemara is saying is that that circle will change um, from being an eight ama diameter. If it was 24, it would be an eight ama diameter. Versus if it's, an, if it's at 24 people and the circle is inside, then it would be an 18 ama circumference, circumference and only a six ama diameter. Okay, that's the point that we're making. You buy it, Dan? Okay. A little, tough, a little tough there. That's close enough. Oh, so now, so now what are we getting? So, so what did we just get? We got now a diameter of 6. So it's Amnes 3. So now it should be a circumference of 18, right? Of 18. Didn't we say 16.8? So now we're saying, why are you saying you need 18? You really only need 16.8. So Gemara answers, no, it's good because it's low duck meaning how much, how much is it off? Instead of saying 16.8, he said 18. 18 was a nice, rounder number. He could have said 17, but he said 18. It's a nice, rounder number because... And, 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 and it's a little bit off so that can be okay. Okay? All right, fine, very good. So the one point in the Gemara which ends up a little bit tricky is that we end up, Lamaskana, a person sits in an Amma space. And Rabbi Yochanan said the Sukkah has to see 24 people. He didn't mean the 24 people were sitting in the inside circle. He meant that you're going to draw a circle inside people sitting in a circle of 24 so therefore that's that that circle which represents that the cautious of the the circular sukkah is really a diameter of six and a circumference of 18 six, six times three and we're saying that inside of that circle that is 18 you will certainly be able to fit a square that is four by four and you'll have a little bit extra as well but was low okay so we have because in the 4.4 square you'll have a 5.6 diagonal and we really are looking for the uh Six diameter inside of the eighteen, So it was a little duck, a little bit l'hummer. Okay, all right. That's the maskana of the way the math goes. Says the Gemara. This is a very interesting thing here. the from Some people say the judges from Kesar, they said the following thing. They said a circle inside of a square is less, the circumference of the circle inside the square is a quarter less than the perimeter of the square. This is what we mentioned before. We're totally accepting that. That's not really relevant to us. The problem is what they say the other way. The perimeter of a square inside of a circle is going to be smaller than half the circumference of the circle that it's inside. So, this is, again, they're giving a different shot why Rabbi Yochanan is saying 24. So what they're saying is that the perimeter of a square is, is 24. If you have a 4.4 square, then the circumference of the circle that goes around it is really 24. It's always going to be, whatever the circumference is, if you're drawing a square inside of it, you're going to lose basically a third. You're going to lose the extra half. So if it, be, if it would be a 24th circumference, you're going to take away the half to make 16. Why do I call that a half? Because half of 16 plus, right, 16 plus 8 would be 24. They're saying that the circle around the square is one and a half times bigger. This, again, their mathematical equation is that a circumference of a circle, which, which is going around the square, is one and a half times the size of the square. So if I have a four by four square, for it, which is four by four, oh, well, I have to just multiply that by one point five. I get twenty four. Bosh, Rabbi Yochanan said twenty four. Talk to Gemara. alohi, utterly ridiculous. We see it's not true. We know Pythagorean theory. It's so gishmak. A squared plus B equals C squared. That means if I have a four point four square, the diagonal is five point six, which is the diam- Which is with, with, uh, the diagonal is five point six, which is the diameter of the circle which goes around it. So it's just not true right? And we know pi because 5.6 times 3, so it's just not true. Again, the abundant of k is telling us mathematically, if I want to have a circle that goes around the square, I want to fit a 4 by 4 square in a circle, I simply do the very simple thing. I take the perimeter of the square, I multiply it by a half of it, right? In other words, by 1.5. So I add an extra half 8 to 16 and I'll get how much my circle is that goes around the square. It's just not true. And that's how they were explaining it. Rabbi Yochanan said 24. Because I know I have to fit a, a, a box whose perimeter is 16. 4.4. So it's just very good. Multiply it by one point five, Everything's good. So is not true. Again, we has been very correctly that it's 16.8. Because we knew the a squared plus b squared equals c squared. So I knew the diagonal of the square is 5.6. And I know I multiply times 3 to get the circumference. So it's 16.8. So it's a very strange thing. The Gemara said something and the Gemara just rejects it. Like, come on, it's not true. This is one of those Gemaras. Very, very thing. The already t- struggles, the Miri, others. What do we do with when science in Halacha, the Gemara itself is saying, Lohi, very, very strange. Okay. The diameter is called, the, uh, is called the hypotenuse. There we go. That's the word. There you go. The All right, good. Zog, Zog the Gemara. Fine. We're done with the math, guys. Rabbi Mishim, Let's say I have two huts that the potters use, one or more inside the other. So the potters, they used to live in two huts. I don't know why the potters specifically, but their, their work thing, they used to have like an inner hut where they lived. And then the outer hut, they would use more as like the place, um, the way they it was like their store where they would display all the pottery that they were trying to sell. So if you're in the inner hut, you walk through the outer hut to get outside. So basically every time you, the, 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 the potter get, wants to go to his house where you know he's got his materials and stuff, but it's not his shop, every time he wants to go inside to his kitchen or whatever, he walks through the outer hut, walks through his shop, and goes through it into his inner hut. So now we have two huts, the outer hut, which is the shop, and the inner hut, which is his home. So if that's a matzav like that, in a sukkah, the inner one is not considered a good sukkah. Why? What's the pshah? What's the problem? So, the inner one ain't a sukkah v'chayavah b'mezuzah. So, the, it, it, would, it would be pashit, I guess you could say, um, for, you would say, oh, it has to be made lishmah, you gotta make it l'shame sukkah. But we're gonna learn tomorrow that that's actually not true at all. Okay? So, so it, it's actually not true. You don't have to make a sukkah lishmah. If you have a sukkah that was made for shelter, and then just it happens to be that it's around, and it's sukkah's time. As long as it's made for shelter, it's okay. So why are we saying that the penimus is not a sukkah? Like, what, what is our issue? What is, what is our issue with the panemis? So it seems like the idea is that it's not knicker in the case of the potter. You use it for all other things throughout the year. You eat, you sleep there. So therefore, it's not knicker that it's made to be uh, something which is which 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 is baklaw for a sukkah. We're like making up almost a new a new a new issue here. If you take a look at Rashi, Dibra Masko Pemis in Asukah. Rashi addresses it. What's the problem? You go look like basil. So Rashi says it's not Minkara de lashim sukahu hudarba The whole year you're there. So this is very interesting. Let's think through what the Gemara is saying. If you have a regular residence, pretty much the Gemara is saying then even though it's, it, where there's no issue of lishma, we have an issue that is not apparent that it's a shame sukkah at all. What is that? Some sorma darabonah, of, probably. So it's interesting. Let's say I have my living room and the roof is retractable and I take off the roof and I make a sukkah. That's fine. But here, it's worse than that because I'm not doing anything to the structure. I just always basically live in a sukkah. That's the issue here in the Gemara. So you don't have to make a sukkah lishma. So let me, let me clarify. If I have some sort of shelter... That I have outside. And now on Sukkot, you know what I say? Okay, let me go live in that shelter. That's fine. Because my go out and living here defines it. then now it's clear that it's a sukkah. But if year round I just live in some, in some sukkah outside. And I want to go use it now on Sukkot, The Gemara is saying that, no, it's no good. It's not minker that that's a sukkah for you. Very, t- It's very tough. It's like some form of like, almost like Marz Marzayin that what? You're not doing the mitzvah? No. I'm saying, why, why are you not doing the mitzvah? It's, not, it's a marzayin in the structure. It has to be minkara that you have a sukkah in front of you. So therefore, the inner one is not a sukkah. Mitzah, it's nitzchah, in mezuzah. Why? Because you, you, you live there, right? The potter, the potter lives in this inner hut. Mashiach, in the outer one, is it could be a sukkah. Because the outer one is just, uh, he doesn't usually eat and sleep there and do all his stuff. That's just his shop. So he could just move in now on sukkahs for the sake of the mitzvah. Everything would be good. And it's potter from mezuzah because he doesn't really live there year-round. So basically, we got a potter, we got an inside hut, an outside hut. The inside hut is his main residence. His outside hut is his shop. We're saying he cannot live in his inside hut on Sukkot and be to the mitzvah. The reason being, because it's not going to be clear that he's doing the mitzvah of sukkah. That's where you always are. Very interesting svar. Whereas the outer one that is normally your shop, that you can live in, your, in as, as your sukkah and be to the mitzvah. And the inverse of Mezuzah, the inner one is your, is your year-round house, so it's Chayv and Mezuzah. The outer one you don't normally live in, therefore you're Pater from Mezuzah. We understand Hinoch sukkah, but Amai, why are we saying that the outer one is Pater from Mezuzah? Because it's not your residence. The outer heart should be considered like a gatehouse. There's a din of a gatehouse. A gatehouse in its own right is not a home. You don't live in the gatehouse. But since it's the passageway to the home, there's a din that a beis You might remember this from Yuma Yud That not only is your home chayv in mezuzah, but the passageway to get in your home is also chayv. We learned that from the word uvi sherechol. al mezuzah You have to write mezuzah on the doorpost of your home, uvi and on the passageway. So if you have a little gatehouse that leads access to your house, it's chayv in mezuzah. So the Gemara is saying. Here the potter walks through the shop to get to his house. So the shop should be chayiv in mezuzah, even though it's not a house out the fact that it's a gateway to the house. So the answer is no, it's not permanent. So meaning it's not even chashiv. It's not worthy of having a gatehouse. If I have a house, I could have a chashivas of an entranceway to get to the house. But if I have a hut, very fine, you live there. Fine, so the hut is considered a home. But it doesn't have the chashivas that it needs a gateway to a hut. You don't have a gateway to a hut. So therefore it doesn't have the chashivas. The outer one doesn't take on, oh, it's the status, it's the gateway to the home, not the gateway to the home. It's just this is all temporary stuff. The, the home is temporary. So a temporary home could also be chai in mezuzah. But to have a gatehouse that the access to it is chai, of that it doesn't have. Fascinating rate. Right? Shah. If we're gonna say this far that a temporary dwelling is not, is not chai of mezuzah, then the inner one should be positive. Elamite is. The inner one is chayev even though it's temporary. So then why can't the outer one be chayev out well, of the gateway? So look at the as like this, this. The din of beishar has to be a chashivas to it. You're a beishar for that, for that residence. There's no chashivas that a, a temporary residence has a beishar. So it's a residence. So it's chayev and mezuzah of the inner one. But the chashivas that it makes that the access way to it is a beishar doesn't take on that status. Yeah, what do you want to say? If, it, if, it, if it's temporary and it's not considered prominent, what yeah. is have- Right, so that's why, you, there's two dina. It's Mitzah, the bias, the bias doesn't have to be a permanent structure. It doesn't have to be a permanent structure. Even though sometimes you dismantle the hut, whatever you move, it's still chay and mezuzah. Okay, there's no yusoy that it has to be kavua. But the status, the definition of a beishar is when something is taking on that status only because that's what it's defined as being. It's a gatehouse. That's what it's defined. It's not because practically now you're walking through. It's a status that this, that this gate has. This gate is not stamm, uh, 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 the gate to the shop. It's also the access way to the inner hut. What the Gemara is saying is that it will not take that status on. It won't be defined as that status unless it, the, 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 inner, the inner home is chashuf. You wouldn't define it that way. You don't make a gatehouse for a temporary hut. I don't understand why, why the inner hut has a sukkah, needs a mezuzah, if it's not permanent Even not Even permanent. temporary homes, the Gemara is saying, as long as it's not, you know, made to destroy very quickly, but no, that would, the my your home. I'll give you an extreme example, if you don't mind. The have a oh, that's what I was about to tell you. Yuma yir'alef. The Gemara has a makhluk, you the Rabbanan, if a mezuzah is necessary on a sukkah. if Bideon says yes, the Rabbanan say no. Why did Rebbe Yudah say, say no, The Yudah said no? Yudah said, remember, Rebbe Yudah that a sukkah could be above 20 amos, so it could be a shame to the come out. Now, when you have a sukkah above 20 amos, it's still a sukkah, it's still flimsy, it's still, you know, a little wood, a little schach, but are you're living there. Reb Yuda, it Yudah, it, it, Yudah, that's all you need, that you, the we was saying, it's so temporary, it's only for seven days. So if you have an inner sukkah, like that's one point Rebbe Yudah, to like, to basically to summarize, it doesn't have to be a house, like a hush of a bias even though the Pasuk says Beisecha. If it's a temporary bias, that's also good. It's a temporary bias. That's also, it's a very, very thin line. But to have the chashivas that the outer one is a Beishar for it, that we don't say. Very, very tricky. Okay, now the Gemara gets into a little bit more. Tan and Ganbach. Sukkah with the, with, the, with the acronym here of Ganbach, which is Sukkah's Goyim, a Sukkah made for Gaim. So what does that mean? It was built by Goyim here, where they live in the outer, just in the outer, like in the, in, the, in the summer, you know, like a summer house for them, a little bungalow. Soka's Nashim, a Sukkah made for the women. They would weave. Clothing outside in the outdoor area. Sukkahs beim Sukkah for the animals to have some shade. Sukkahs kusim Sukah for the kusim to use. Sukah mekomakom or any sort of Sukah, even one less than the ones that we listed. Chairs a kasher Sukah, but as long as it's the schach has made kiochasa. What does it mean that the schach is made kiochasa? Ma kiochasa etzel has to be that it was built for the purpose of providing shade. So what are we saying here? You don't need a Sukkah to be built l'shem mitzvah Sukah. We're going to learn about this more tomorrow, but it doesn't have to be built mitzvah Sukah. There's no l'shma here but it has to be made that the structure is made for shelter. As long as it's made for the shame to be shade, to provide shade, it's good. Now we said before, don't get confused, we said in the previous Gemara that the inner sukkah of the potter is no good because it's not clear he's doing the mitzvah of sukkah. That's because he's living there the whole year round. So when you just keep on living there all year round, it's not minkara that you're doing the mitzvah of sukkah so it's no good. Here, this structure of these things is to provide shelter for other things. It's not real residence, it's to provide shelter. And now you want to come along and use this thing as your sukkah, that's fine. It doesn't have the problem, it's not minkara. And the chedesh here is that even though it wasn't made l'shma, and this, it was made by people who aren't obligated in the mitzvah of sukkah, even, but the sukkah could still be good as long as it was made with the intention of providing shade. Okay, very good. And then we say sukkah mikomakom. We said even any sukkah, even one sukkah that's inferior to the ganbach. Look, gemara sukkah mikomakom What does that come to include? Lasuyim sukkahs rakbash. What's rakbash? What does that acronym stand for? The tana rabanan sukkahs rakbash, sukkahs rohim. The sukkah that the shepherds use. In other words, when they're watching the flock, they would sit there to protect themselves from the heat. So cause kitesin, the people watching the figs. So right, so they would they, they 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 watch over the figs that are spreading out in the field to dry out. They want to protect them, so they sit in these booths sometimes for for, for shade. So borginen, the city watchmen, so because show me parents, people watching other fruits, so come or of any sort, even something that's less than that. actually as long as it has the has the correctly. itself was made to provide shade. So pretty much the exact same thing. So the Gemara says, well then, so then what exactly is going on? What's different about the Rakbash with the Rakbash and the Ganbach? In the price with the with the Ganbach, we said the Ganbach is good. And even if it's less than that, to allude to the Rakbash. So so in the Rakbash price, we say Sukhas Rakbash is good, and even if it's less than that to allude to the Ganbach. So suimad Ganbach. So the Gemara says, What's going on? It seems like there's a machlokus between the Tanoim, which one is worse? Rakbash or Ganbach? At the end of the day, both Rakbash and Ganbach are good. But which one is a worse sukkah? At least the sukkah of ganbach is more of a permanent structure. Meaning, the ganbach ones, remember, what are the ganbach? They're made for the gayim, for the women, for the animals, or the kusin. They're better in the sense that they're, they're not dismantled as much. They're more permanent. Now, so therefore, he said ganbach is a better one. So he said ganbach is good, even though, you know, it's not made for people who are chayiv in the mitzvah of sukkah or something like that. It's not need Lishmah. And even rakbash, which is less... Permanent is is still good. That was the town of Ganbach. I, but in the other way, the town of the Rakbash, who said Rakbash is good, and even Ganbach, mm-hmm. he said the sukkah of Rakbash is better because they're used by people who are chayv and sukkah. The shepherds and the watchmen, who are these people? They're Jewish people. Just... The idea is these sukkahs that, that they have made and constructed aren't ashamed to be permanent structures because it's just, oh, happens to be when they're out in the field with the flock or happens to be when they're watching the figs, which is only, you know, an ephemeral thing. It's just passing by. So therefore, that's the inferiority that they have is that it's temporary, but the strength that they have, the superiority that they have is that they're made by people who are chayv in the midst of sukkah. So then he said, So the bottom line is, let's clarify what we just have. There's two categories here of weak sugas: ganbach and rakbash. Ganbach, the inferiority is that it's made and used by people who are not obligated in the mitzvah of sukkah. So the intent here, the lishmah, is really bad. But mitzah cheni, the ganbach is good in the sense that the structures themselves are pretty much permanent. They are around, they're, they're not just dismantled tomorrow. Then there's another category of rakbash, who are used by good yiddin. just they're very, very temporary in what their usages are. Both of them, Lamaisa, are kasher for the mitzvah of sukkah since they don't have to be lishma and they could be temporary. But which one was a bigger chiddish? Is the rakbash a bigger chiddish because of the fact that it's very temporary? Or is the ganbach a bigger chiddish because when you make it, it is made and intended to be used, not by Jews? So that was a dispute. Both are good, but it's a dispute which one is a bigger novelty. So one Tana said the rakbash is good and even ganbach. Even sukkah back home and he went to reference Ganbach, and the first bribes that said, he said, Ganbach is good, and even any sukkah, and he was referencing rakbash, is also good. So it's just a dispute which one is a bigger novelty, but ultimately both are good. If it's made by gayim and used by gayim, it's good, you don't need lishma and it's also good by rakbash. Even though even though it's made to be extremely temporary just when you're out in the field looking for some shade, it still is good. Both of those sukkahs are good. And again, don't get confused with the inner sukkah of the potter. The inner sukkah of the potter is no good because since he usually lives there year-round as his regular resident, then it's not in that he's taking up the yeshiva of sukkah in his, in his inner sukkah, in his inner, in his inner hut. And that's why the inner one is no good.